This episode is brought to you by Sword Thailand, lead Thailand specialists in the Northeast, covering all aspects, including commercial and domestic. They've got you covered. So head to Sword underscore Thailand on Instagram and tell them St. James's Pod sent you. Welcome back to the podcast. On this episode, we're going to talk about the emphatic victory that was the Chelsea game at St. James's Park. I'm joined again by Thomas Page and Pete Sword, and I am Sam. So, boys, what about it? We're another three points, another top big six team defeated. Unbelievable, Jeff. I can't believe <laughs> it, man. Amazing. Right, let's um, let's jump straight into it then. What were your thoughts when the team sheets were announced? Because for me, it was actually their team that took my eye more than ours. And I thought, actually, they've, they've started quite a weak team. Did you agree yeah, with that? Shy team. 100% shy team. Yeah. I don't I, yeah. I get why they had all the big guns on the bench. Your Ziyech, your Havertz, your Pulisic, your Orba. I didn't understand it. Well, yeah, I, I think thought it was going to be a lot easier. I don't know. But... Uh, he massively underestimated and all that. I I think it was partly down to he's he's starting to lose faith in in some of the big names and their their attitudes. Um, and I, mm. I sort of thought Abamyang might be one of those to um, to get cut from the team just because yeah, recent performances haven't been great. And he, I think we mentioned it on the preview that he just looks like a player who doesn't want to be there. And mm. yeah. Somebody like Breuer, um, who's you know young, lively, like he's got full of potential. I I wasn't necessarily too surprised then to have him start. I mean, I know they had injuries, which um, have caused the um, the young lad Lewis Hall to to start um, at left wing. Could back. play him, I think. Um, could play him. Yeah, he, yeah, yeah he did look at his But no, the 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 there was a slightly surprising to see some of those other names like Peter mentioned there have it especially um not um starting the game but um yeah in terms of yeah our our lineup was as we would expect I would, I would have thought. I think the end of yeah, the obviously... was, uh, sorry I was gonna say about Wilson um there's a lot of reports through the week you just about mentioned that Sam. Yeah, yeah. Cool. Uh, he's, obviously, the reports through the week that he, well, he played against Southampton, didn't he? Came off. Uh, was it, was it half time he came off um, against Southampton because he'd obviously been sucked yeah, yeah, yeah. Um And there was reports through the week saying he still wasn't ill; he was going to miss the game. I didn't really believe them. Um, I didn't believe the reports he was going to miss the game. I think they just latched on the fact that he was poorly. Oh, he's not going to play the last game. He's we picked the World Cup. What's going on? I didn't believe that at all, but it was a relief to see him on the bench, I think. But I still sort of think it could have been a slight bit of anyhow protecting him for the World Cup. Um, yeah, that's what I thought. For, if he's fit enough for the bench, I know we don't have a massive bench, but if he's fit enough for the bench, um, but I think he was just sort of strapping him in cotton wool a little bit. 
Well, there was talk, wasn't there, that it could have been COVID that he had. Um, yeah, I, think the... I think he's come out and said it was COVID, hasn't he? Yeah, on, I think it was yeah. on his podcast, wasn't it? Mm. Yeah, strange. so I, mean, I I don't think he's breaking any rules now. I think mean, God knows what the rules are on COVID anymore. But um, yeah, obviously quick turnaround from if he was feeling the, the, the effects from the Southampton game and then, you know, being able to make it for the for the Chelsea game. Um, it was, a yeah, going to be a, t- a quick turnaround on that one. But um, yeah, he was... I think, like Pete said, I think Eddie was partly thinking about just avoiding any injuries. Obviously, during that Premier League weekend, we'd, we'd seen some players that went down the day uh, earlier in the day um, and had to go off with injuries, um, like Madison, for example. Um, so I think maybe there was some inklings in the back of uh, Eddie's mind thinking, yeah, we don't want that to, to happen to, yeah, to exactly. Wilson, especially on the... Well, we all see what happened to Madison. Tournament. Luckily, it wasn't yeah. bad for Madison, but fucking hell, that was a massive risk. Oh, yeah, huge, huge. I do think partly, though, it's rewarding Wood for his uh, goal against... Yeah. Uh, who's going against? Southampton Palace. So, Southampton. Southampton, yeah. Southampton, uh... yeah. And if Wilson's been training by himself all week and he's not 100%, it would be a little bit of a bad message to Chris Wood, who's come on and done well, that he doesn't get yeah, the nod. Yeah, I agree with that. Aye. Um, but back to the, the Chelsea eleven, we it's interesting because we were talking about in the last episode how Potter is going to handle the bigger like egos now that he's at Chelsea. And it, it did seem as if that was part of his, his thinking was they didn't really come through for him in the Arsenal game, so he's dropped them. Mm. Um, although I did notice Sterling had a migraine, which to me just sounds like I don't want to play before the World Cup. I don't want to play before the World Cup, 100%, mate. I thought exactly the same thing. Yeah. He's a, like you said, he's a big ego. He said, oh, shit, I've got a migraine. Fuck me. That's what you used to get out of work. I've got a migraine. Basically, I can't be honest. <laughs> you know what I mean? I've got a migraine on the Monday says. morning. <laughs> <laughs> what last? <laughs> 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 um, <laughs> um, uh, it's definitely it's definitely a cop out that like um, yeah. but I think regarding Potter and the handling the big players I don't think he can handle them eh? like don't know what's going I, I, I don't think it's Potter putting his well it's obviously Potter picking the team but I do not think he's got that the full belief in that dressing room at all especially when you're trying to handle someone like Aubameyang, I was thinking this earlier. Remember when Aubameyang was at Arsenal? In the we all we've all seen the documentary, the fucking turmoil in that club. It was a proper cesspit of yeah. that when he was there. Even yeah. Grand Jacker, he was going west. But Aubameyang's gone now. And look at Arsenal, the flying, the top of the league, absolutely smashing it. They're all they're all together as one. Everyone loves Jacker again. I can yeah. see they seem like a good unit see, again, don't they? Yeah, I think Aubameyang is just a fucking bad apple, like. And it wouldn't surprise me because Arteta was a young manager. Potter's, okay, he's not young, but he's a less experienced. Not yet, he hasn't got yeah. CV as the top managers that manage Chelsea. So he could quite well find it very difficult to manage Obama Young. Because like, Obama Young obviously does what the fuck he wants. So um, 
I think it's I think, a big challenge for him. That's spot on. Yeah, I, and he's. I think a lot of those players there. Obviously, he's not had a transfer window yet, Potter, to to do anything to bring in any of his names in. I know he's brought in quite a lot of backroom staff that he's had at Brighton, but playing staff wise, he's not had that opportunity to change that around. But I, I do expect in January he's gonna he's gonna make some wholesale changes. Um, obviously, they, they've got this new owner in who's you know not afraid to put his hand in his pocket. Spend to, some money. Spend money, so yeah, they're gonna just keep on spending until they get it right, Chelsea. And um, yeah, they've got to get rid of some of these uh, egos, um, even some of the ones um, that were there um, under uh, Tuchel um, and and before that, even like I think yeah, the guys he inherited. Yeah, yeah, there's there's like there's so many like that are still there from managers gone by, like that. There's just that the constant turnaround of managers that the, mm. you, you do imagine that they just get a little bit sick of like that and and then someone like Potter comes in whose CV isn't that like Pete said isn't as strong as others um, yeah I, I think Potter's got a big task on his hands there um, evidently from the basis on which um, you know his team played against us. Yeah, I think interestingly, there's like quite a contrast between us and them in terms of going into this break as well. It's like for us, you could argue it's come at the worst time because we've got such great momentum at the moment. But for Chelsea, it probably gives him a great opportunity to one spend some time training the players in like how he wants them to play, because obviously he didn't get the preseason, and then. Two, the international players will be going away. So you'd imagine those players are the ones with the bigger egos. So then he's going to get rid of them. And, yeah. And then he can also make transfers. So um, it will be interesting to see how they, how they get on in the second two-thirds of the season or whatever it is. But mm-hmm. back to our starting eleven, we, we discussed beforehand whether or not Maxi might come in. Obviously, he doesn't. And he doesn't even end up getting on the pitch, does he? Were you surprised by that at all? Um, well, kind of, and, and kind of not. I know I mentioned in the the uh, after the Palace game how I felt he's he was fucking well buzzing because Jacob Murphy of... came on, man. <laughs> <laughs> hey, there's levels, all right. There's levels, and Murphy's there, and Maxi's there. No, but. Um, yeah, generally, like I, I made that call that Maxi was well off it in that Palace game, and and I did say that potentially he could come in, be, you know, and and be really geared up for this one, um, and try and you know show that he's uh, deserved in a place because Maxi does like to turn up for big games, but um, yeah. yeah, he he didn't, um, yeah, he didn't have a good game against Palace, and I think that was probably. In the back of Eddie's mind, not to take such a risk if, in case he carried some of that form or that rustiness um, into this one. So, yeah, in the end, can't fault um, Eddie for not, you know, going with him and and sticking with Big Joe out there on the left. Yeah, Joe and um, Joe Willock were doing that swappy thing again as well, which works really well, I think. So I, I wonder if he's he's quite enjoying seeing the way those two work together 
Um, and then obviously Murphy comes on later on, which I do think he deserved the nod over Maxi. And the only other player was like we've already said, Chris Wood coming in. How did you feel when you when you did realise that Wilson was wasn't going to start? Because I was really confident for this game, but yeah, it's, I feel harsh to say, but when when I saw Wilson wasn't starting and Wood was, I was like, oh, actually, this is going to be a little bit tougher than I thought. Luckily, it didn't turn out that way, mm. and you know, he made me eat my words a little bit, but at the time. I think I agree with that. Like I, I, I was saying before the game, um, I was like, I thought we we're gonna smash them three 0 To be honest, like they both stuck a five reach on there three 0 before the game. I mean, that was after like six points. Yeah. Where so, uh, I think I said three one as well. Like uh, way I, too confident. Yeah, we were I, pretty I, confident. Yeah, we're gonna win. I we, we're massively confident we're gonna win. The form we're on. We're looking at Chelsea, talking about Chelsea's uh, results the last uh, podcast. There was nothing to go on really, was there? You know what I mean? Um, but the whole Wilson thing, you're always going to be disappointed when, not disappointed, but a bit sketchy when Wilson's getting dropped and would start because they don't, they're two completely different. Wilson can play on his own up front. Chris Wood can't. Um, yeah. He doesn't get into the pockets that Wilson does. He's a big handful up front, 100%. We all know that. He can head the ball. But. It's, it's not as much as an attacking threat, but is what it is. Like he scored against Southampton. Do you know what I mean? You've got to give him, got to give him his due. Uh, the whole Maxi thing for me, just going back to that, I was extremely surprised that he didn't get, didn't come on at all. Because I mean, he's not going to the World Cup. He's now got, yeah, a, a, he's now got a month off. So if he did get a little knock, he's got a month off anyway. Um. But we all know Jacob Murphy's been a bit. He's put. He has put a shift in. He's tried his hardest. A couple of games hasn't been great, but he's. Um, I don't think he's warranted not today to be completely dropped. Um, just because Max yeah. is fit. I mean, saying that five games ago, I'd be saying I drop drop Murphy and bring on Maxi, but um, it's just typically how really isn't it rewarding, rewarding. Um, good performances and good attitude and stuff like that. The thing with Murphy is as well, like he's he's very good, like defensively, like he, he plays the system very well. He, he does what Eddie Howe wants, and Maxi's kind of still getting to grips with that a bit. And obviously, I don't want to like bag him out too much because he actually picked up his injury by tracking back, didn't he? Like. That's originally how he pulled his hamstring, was he absolutely belted it to get back in. Yeah. Um, but like the way the game was going, I think that's why you gave Murphy the nod because he does trust them a bit more with the press and um, it is defensive duties, even though obviously he's an attacking player. But yeah, uh, yeah let's, let's get into the game then. So um, I've picked out the first real moment for me that, Got me off my seat was uh, Miggy blasted a volley over the bar. Don't know if you guys remember yeah, this. Yeah, you see that. He's got, uh, <laughs> you had to go yeah, for it. You see that, that dropping to him. Yeah, hundred percent. Yeah, you see it dropping yeah. to him, and he, you're like, "It's Miggy. He's on form. Like this is going." That's cool. Smashes the wall. Fucking straight up, new fans. <laughs> I think I was. 
I, I got a bit too carried away in the pub and like I'd like Shoot. jump that far out my seat that me me my chair ended up tumbling way way back behind <laughs> me like so and then everyone in the in the pub was laughing as, as I was scrambling to get my chair back. But, um, yeah, it was. Um, it's hard not to get carried away though when when Miggy's like on form but it was great build up though i thought that mm-hmm. like Willock yeah. did such great work down the left um you know re- really committed as Pilaqueta um and stood up a, a fantastic ball which you know again we can't really criticize anybody for for not getting on the end of the initial cross but had somebody planted the head on that one that was that was in mm. for sure it was just a perfect uh weight of dangerous area on it as well Right, yeah, exactly. It'd gone over Mendy. It was like just yeah, if somebody was just there at like towards the back post, like heading that one in, it was it was one nil. But yeah, when it fell to Miggy you just well yeah, you I think it fell on his left foot. Um and yeah, just you expected it to I hit mean, the he, back of the net. He's got that much confidence at the minute. He's obviously gonna hit it. We all want him to hit it because he's smashing them in at the minute. So the whole the whole stadium yeah. shall shoot. He's obviously going to fucking translate, <laughs> isn't he? But oh, yeah. yeah, come out one out of ten times, so we'll see. Oh, for sure. I think the the first thing you notice in that game though is like the insane levels of press that that we're giving out. Mm-hmm. Especially, I'd say the first maybe ten minutes of both halves, it, like especially with so much on them. And Chelsea are a team that like to play out from the back, and they. They didn't yeah. shy away from doing that, even though we were pressing so well. But we were forcing mistakes out of them, weren't we? Like, oh, I'm sure the, I, uh... the... I was just going to say that the thing about the, the press that you were talking about, you could, they had, obviously, they had Mendy had the ball that had Azabuketa and um, Kukurea on, on each side, literally, basically on the byline, uh, waiting to have the ball played. And we've got Miggy. We've got Joe Willock, we've got Joe Linton stood on the edge of the 18-yard box just ready to pounce on them. And the, yeah. the mistakes that they were making, it's like they didn't learn this. It's like yeah. they didn't have another um, another idea of, of what they do. That's all they yeah. like, Well, they yeah. either didn't have one or they just, they just wanted to purposely like force through it, which I don't know. It seemed, it's an odd one because it seems like they came with the total wrong plan. Um, yeah. And, Considering Potter's already played against us this season with Brighton, but uh, just yeah, credit no, to our boys, I, like such high levels. Yeah, we, we made somebody like Koulibaly um, look average. I thought, and I thought obviously he's, he's such a me, like, he's such a very worst, good defender. Worst and, average, yeah. yeah, no, he he looked he looked slow. He looked look um, sluggish um, when we pressed him and. He, yeah, like you say, he was forced into just get you know clearing it out in the touch um, on a number of occasions. So it was Mendy, like it was just yeah, it was incredible levels like to to force yeah. them back in the the midfield battle. Um, me and Pete were talking just before we came on. That was where where we won the game. The our midfield three um, against theirs, we we just consistently overran them yeah. and and just ha- Sean, harried Sean them. Longstaff and... was uh, tremendous. Longstaff, yeah. Yeah. Just going to say game is getting I think he epitomised it for me. Like, yeah. The, gra- the graft and the, the grit and 
the shaggy old pit bull, he's still grafting away, he doesn't stop. You know what I mean? He's just that's what he is. He does all the he does all the all the shit work. He, he's uh, he gets yeah. himself stuck in, and he's not he's not afraid of it. It's, he's been he's getting back to the point of where where he was a few seasons ago of when yeah. Rafa had him, and we were thinking, we'll yeah, on my hands here. And then the, obviously declined in the in the Brucia. He's getting that confidence back. He's getting that run of games, and he's uh, he's, he's almost turning into a bit of a a bit of a Joel Linton because he's he's everywhere. He's stuck, getting stuck in every challenge. It might not be pretty, but he's like, having them two in the middle. It's crazy. They have the Berlin Wall on the halfway line. Now it's getting past them. Oh, yeah, that's just so frustrating for them. Like. The team oh, tried yeah, to play against him too. He's not. He's not a little lad, is he? He's a big lad, Sean. Yeah. But the, all of the midfield, like, yeah, they they want to st- uh, get stuck in. I was going to say, like, the the way in which, like, we we cut off attacks that, um, from the opposition by um, Longstaff and and Joe Linton or Willock, whoever it is on the other side, just going like and doubling up with the fullback um on on either on on those sides of the of the field and like you know going up and down as well literally like you say everywhere on that like across that midfield line is just you know players going forward backwards sideways wherever to to, to close space down um make make challenges and it's uh yeah I'm, I don't think we've really ever seen that or at least from my memory, a, a, a Newcastle team that presses that much, like and puts that much effort in. I, I don't, I can't really recall a team like like that from no. the past doing that. Never. And we're talking about how they didn't really seem to have another idea. But if you think if they can't find a way through, like first of all they've got to get past our attackers, but then they can't get through the midfield. The only other real option is to hit a, hit a long ball, but then you've got our defence that the likes of Botman is barely lost an aerial duel all season. Dan Burns six foot eight or whatever. Um, Fabian Shaw like excellent in the air, That's and then game. even yeah. Trippier like he reads the game so well. He's yeah. not the obviously tallest, but the amount of long balls he actually cuts out, and then we we're straight on the attack. So it's not that surprising really that the they are forced to keep trying to play through. Speaking on Trippier again, his his defensive awareness was absolutely outstanding. He did he, he did cause us a, Trippier caused us a couple of problems by his own slight mistakes, but he he grafted away, yeah. won the ball back straight away. Like yeah, he, yeah. He he, he, rec- he, re- he recovered any mistake he did, which was very little. He recovered straight away, and like you say, he's he's like Trippier's a Christ could even be smaller than me, Trippier. Like well. But he, like, you know what I mean? He gets it. <laughs> yeah. a couple of inches on yourself, <laughs> the fridge man. Uh, but uh, he, like for him to blend in with Shaw, Botman, and um, Dan Burn. Dan Burn. He, he just he doesn't look out of place, does he? Um, like, no. it's, it's a it's a fantastic defense. Like in uh, to be honest. I can only feel sorry for Matt Target because, like, uh, wasn't it his injury? He got he got a slight injury or something. Yeah. Uh, or was it when he, he, ill, was, he? Was, was he ill? Or, I can't remember. Was, uh, no, was he? 
yeah, something like that. And he obviously couldn't play. It's a damn bit of place. He's been there ever since. Uh, we mentioned that quite a lot, right. but um, it's a shame, but... Yeah, form you can't you can't drop uh, Big Dan Burn. He's just, not. yeah undroppable at the minute. It'll be interesting to see if Matty Target gets a look in if we do buy a, a classic CDM because I think we've talked about this before where um, we seem to go to like that back three when Trippier bombs on and obviously like Burns giving cover to Tripp, mm-hmm. but if we get that classic CDM in who's going to sit there. Then it doesn't matter if the left left back or right back bomb up. We've got somebody there to sit in yeah, either way. You've got that. You've got someone so, there, haven't you? Yeah. So it'll be interesting to see, but obviously it's working at the minute. So do you change it? You told you or it does it just give you another option? But well, if, this is it. Yeah, exactly. If, like we're going to need other options if we're don't want to get carried away. If we're going where we we're going. We're going to have European midweek games. When we win the league. <laughs> you know, when we win the league. <laughs> <laughs> if we've got Champions League, if we've got Europa League to play, um, we're going to need other options. We're going to need backup players of the same calibre. So, I, you, you got to like 100% get someone in. Um, one player I wanted to just touch on in this game that we're obviously praising the, the midfield and he's usually levels above the, the way he played. I mean, for me anyway, I, I thought Bruno had a bit of an off game. He seemed to be affected by that uh, that penalty miss. I don't know. I thought he was going to come back in and be really like, I'm going gonna, I'm gonna to give the best performance ever. But numerous times he gave the ball away. And he, he seemed just really frustrated. Yeah, he did. I think it was noticeable that he had a slight bay in his bonnet. Because, to yeah. by the, I'm skipping forward a bit here, but towards the sort of back in the second half, there was some tackles going in, like uh, he was launching himself right. around the place. Um, but I could have been frustrated, mate. I hadn't really thought of it that way, but you, you could have been right. But he wasn't. Is it just because... The, a lot of the midfield and the, 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 the two white players had a fantastic game. So Bruno didn't stand out as much as he usually does. Probably that, I would say. I think, um, yeah, we can't put too much of a magnifying glass on Bruno on this occasion because I think, yeah, the team as a whole obviously played excellently, but... Um, yeah, Bruno, I do, I do see what you mean. He did look a little not himself. He there were definitely some straight passes, um, mm. and just not as impactful as he would have wanted to be. Um, but at the same time, like again, you can't knock his determination. Whenever, like we mentioned with Trippier, whenever he made a mistake, you know, he he, he grafted oh, back, he won the ball back. Bruno, likewise, and. Yeah, like Pete mentioned, a few tasty tackles um, as well. But um, yeah, he, he still even that's that's a beauty with Bruno. Like because of his all round game, he can if one side of it is is lacking in the you know attacking sense, he more than makes up for it defensively and and puts the effort in. Always tracks back. Always tries to win the ball, and you know. Get, get us back moving in the right direction but yeah 
it, it doesn't. So in that sense, you know, we we can't completely knock him entirely for his for his performances. But we're so used to seeing him now cha- being a game changer in the other sense of being on the front foot, making those through balls and passes that when they don't come off, yeah, I can see why it doesn't then instantly feel as though he had a good game. But I still think there was he had a, a decent enough game. Um but yeah, maybe carried slightly along by by some of the other performers in the team. Yeah, there was a there was a couple of like the passes I'm talking about, there was like two in quick succession, but the the sort of passes where he's like n- nobody but Bruno would probably pick that pass anyway. So it's like He's making that pass that it would be an absolutely like class ball through if you wait it right, but he just puts a bit too much on it and Miggy can't get on the end of it, for example. But then you just yeah. see his head go and he's like screaming and like I just felt like if it affected his game this this time rather than like it made him like pumped him up and was like oh I'm gonna get the next one, which I don't know if it was with that battle in the center of the park because it was that I can't remember which player it was, but there, was, there were two of them that kept like going at each other. And, and Bruno puts in like quite a, a naughty little challenge later on. Um, but yeah, he just he just seemed to seem to be a bit frustrated and couldn't seem to like get his um, passing boots on. But we'll move on to the the next thing, which was actually Chelsea um, come come onto a, a great attack, and I, I'm not sure who crossed the ball in, but it was a great cross for Broja. And Botman manages to just get a glance and head on, just like knocks it over him, goes out for a corner, which was a great bit of defending. Like at first when you see that ball coming in, you're like, Oh, this is gonna be at least on target. And he just manages to get enough on it to take it away from was, him. Was that when I think Botman had made a or somebody had made a mistake leading up to that, I'm sure of it. Um and yeah, I think it might have been Botman that did, that earlier in that phase of uh, of the play. But then yeah no doubt, like it was fantastic um, bit of play to just read it, and because yeah, again, it was. I think if it hits Brewer there, then that's that's him bagging that one. Um, but yeah, no, I think again, Botman. What can we say? He's just for somebody so young, that intelligence of just knowing exactly where he needs to be and reading the game is just fantastic. And he's he's bounced straight back from that game that he had where he was quite uh, sloppy on the ball. Game, he had that one game. Yeah. Like, Gave away a possession a, a couple of times. <clears throat> so that's great that he's um, bounced straight back and there's been no no issues with confidence or anything like that. But such a like, no, young lad. No. <clears throat> just um, an off game, man, that's all. It's just then, an off game. Yeah, I mean, it wasn't even an off game, was it? It was just a, a, yeah, a few uh, off moments. Right there, but like, We'll move on to the handball shout. Um, is it who is it that, that drives the ball across? Is it Dan uh, Burns? Dan, Dan Burns uh, making Dan Burn that on the He's high up the yeah. He's he's yeah. getting a nosebleed up there, Dan Burns. But, um, <laughs> What's he's, he doing up he's there? Doing, I know he's, he's um, yeah. He, he does exactly what you would want him to do in trying to cut the ball back. And again, me and Pete were talking about this one. It's absolutely not a penalty. And I, I yeah, I can't believe it was even a, a thing at all. I, I, it wasn't, it was waved off pretty quickly, wasn't it? Um, by the refs. So, um, but 
as as far as a talking point goes, like some people have maybe made it bigger than it actually was. But it was, I mean, Chalibur could not do anything. Like he's he has to be able to like hold his own weight. Like as he's going down, like he he can't. What you know? What can he do? You can't See, just turn we his were... arm away and then. <laughs> We were talking just earlier. Like they're like a fish. <laughs> we were talking just earlier, and I don't agree with that rule, mate. I think it's absolutely shocking that rule. Uh, like, I, I get why it's there because like your hand's gone down to, to stop yourself from falling. I get that hundred percent. But if you, if Dan Byrne is cutting that ball back, right? Wilson's there. There's nobody else around him. For example, Wilson's there. Him one on one with the keeper, even if it's an open goal, keeper might be miles away. That ball hits that arm with Chalaba, it and it, it goes out for a corner. It goes away from Wilson. That's a that's a goal scoring yeah. opportunity gone, just because he's trying to balance himself. Whereas if you handball the goal, if 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 the ball hits your hand, completely accidentally, no matter what, and you score from it, it's disallowed. That's this needs to be a bit of give and take uh, for me. Like if if that was an accident, See, and, 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 and okay, fair enough, he's got to hold himself up. But it's it's stopping a goal scoring opportunity. Like it's yeah, it's it's it's, it's all. See, I was going to say, I, I was screaming penalty. Like I've got to be honest, I was What's like that? that. That is a penalty. It's going in the box, and it his, his hand takes it away. So right. it's not like it's a new. It, like, it's a new I, rule, I wouldn't it? say it's a yellow card, but. It's a penalty for me, but I, I get the argument the other way, and I can see like the debate on Twitter and stuff. There's obviously a lot of um, people saying no penalty, but I think part of it is as well is that like you say that isn't like Wilson isn't stood there with an open goal, so it's not like there's a clear and obvious goal scoring opportunity. It's like I yes, mean, it's going in the box, but you don't know. You can't just go. Oh well, there's nobody there to score, so it will. It, it doesn't matter. Do you know what I mean? Like, yeah, I know, I know it's, what you're saying. It's, it's, yeah. it's, I mean, I, to be honest, I, I didn't actually know it was a rule. It was actually Dawson told me at the match. He was like, "Oh, it's a new rule that if you put your hand down for your weight." I hadn't fucking heard of that, but I was straight away. I was like, "That's ridiculous!" Like, like, ugh. okay, you put your hand down naturally, you hold your weight, but it's like it's just you can see it being. Yeah, you could see it being abused. Is is. Well, I think you're probably going with Pete on that one. Like that, some uh, players might be like, "Oh, I've put my arm down just but they'll you know, deliberately make themselves bigger by dropping that arm, so if it hits them, yeah, it's, it's fine. It's it's a bit of a joke, like but uh, Christ, how many rules are a joke these days? You know what I mean? Well, exactly. Yeah, the, the whole handball thing and offsides mm. and everything. Like, there's so many interpretations of those rules, which like, we're never going to get a, a proper mm-hmm. consensus on them. I don't think. I think it's been made slightly harder now as well because in the past before VAR, you could say that the ref's making a split-second decision. He's only seen it once. Mm-hmm. But now with the fact that you're like 100% viewing what has actually happened, mm-hmm. you can see the whole picture of the game, you can see everything around it. They do have to kind of make these rules where it's like, this in this instance it is, in this instance it isn't. And what we want as as fans and probably players is consistency. So, again, I'll go back to like I, I don't mind the fact that it wasn't given as a pen as long as that is the rule and the stick by. Exactly, mate. It's, it's, we, but, you know what's going to happen where that is given as a pen from a different team in the Prem. 
Yeah. Yeah. After that, then we'll uh, move on to the second half, which I've already mentioned again. Like the, the lads come out and the the levels of press are just right up there again. They've mm. obviously had the halftime break, and there's a frantic couple of couple of chances. Uh, I, I don't know if you remember this specifically, but it, the ball was pinging around the Chelsea box a little bit, and then it comes out to Bruno, and everyone's shouting shoot, obviously, um, and. Mm. One of their players, I can't remember who it was, um, manages to to block it. Yeah. But after that, pretty much straight away, then Longstaff gets in and gets a, a shot away as well after like a clever sort of first time left footed cross uh, by me. Cut back, wasn't it? It was, it mm. was brilliant build up again. Um, yeah, and it would have been one of them like really eye-catching goals mm-hmm. with that Mickey cross and then Longstaff, you know, going first time. I don't know, could he have took a touch like, or like try to, it, it was coming at him quite quick. Um, I think he made the right decision he, to hit it first time for me. Yeah. It, was, leaning, it was just unfortunate. That one, yeah, yeah it's, it's only gone over the bar by like, I don't know, not, not by much. Like, mm. um, but yeah, I mean that would have been. Uh, it was worth the effort. Like, that moment. You couldn't not pull the trigger then. Like it's, it's pointless trying to walk it into the box. The chances there, you got to take it. Just one of them things where he, he wasn't, he wasn't set right. He's not a, I mean, he's not a, he's not a, he's not a striker, is he? He's not renowned for how he strikes the ball, but he had to take his chance. Yeah. Went over. So, so it's great that he's in that position, though, isn't it? Because we were talking in the last one how Joe Willick said he'd been working with Eddie Howard about <clears> arriving <throat> in the box at the right times and stuff. Um, and I was saying, I wonder if Longstaff's been doing the same because yeah. he, he has been popping up. He just, he doesn't quite have the shooting boots of Willick at the minute. Mm-hmm. Might, might come, hopefully it does come, but yeah, you're getting in some great areas. Um, and if he can add that to his game, as we're saying, he's an absolute workhorse and he gives everything and he's great at getting us possession back. So if you can add um, some goals in as well. Yeah, I remember like a goal he scored a few seasons back now when we beat Bournemouth um, away from home, um, and it was similar in that you know he uh, in in the way he arrived in the box um, to to score that one. I just think um, and he and he's obviously been renowned in in the past as well for having a, a crack and long long uh, shot on him as well from distance. It's just. Um, <laughs> <laughs> long shot, long stuff. Crack um, long stuff. Yeah, long shot. Um, yeah, so <laughs> I, I, I do think in and around the box is where he's. he's yeah, you're right. He's maybe lacking um, that bit of composure, which I'm sure you'll get from um, learning a bit from from Willock. Yeah, normally once one goes in, they, they start to come, don't they? Because he, he used to he used to score quite a few, didn't he? And was it um, Blackpool? That he went on loan at before he broke into our first team. Yeah, and he was. Yeah. he was. I'm sure he was bagging loads at, at that. He point. scored a few, yeah, and there were a couple of goal of the season ones as well. Um, contenders from from distance. Um, so yeah, he's, he's he has got that in his game, but I think he, other managers might have just trained that out of him slightly, and um, you know, tried to make him more of a. Uh, a sitting midfielder who doesn't break the lines as much, but um, yeah, if we want to have like 
equal balance of players when we're in attacking phases, you know, going going forward, um, and like Willick does on the other side, then yeah, Longstaff is probably for the long term if he wants to keep in the team needs to um, yeah add that uh, string to his bow. Chelsea came with a, a rare opportunity after that, which it felt uh, Conor Gallagher in the end, but it, it was actually from um, a sloppy pass from Bruno in the second half. But Pope yeah. absolutely like pulls pulls it out, doesn't he? Great save. Yeah. What was that I, like I, in I, the I, ground, Pete? It, you could see, you could sort of, you're almost right behind it from from where we are. It was a, it was a crappy strike from Gallagher. I didn't think it had that much power on it. I think I'm going to sound a bit uh, like I'm putting Pope down here. It was a good reach. Pope's a big lad. It was a good reach, but I don't think I don't think I was it's a bit Hollywood, that, was it? I I don't think I was that worried about it. I don't. I, it, it was. I think he got a good hand to it, so it wasn't necessarily out of his reach. Like you get a fingertip save to it, but I think it was uh, slightly more Hollywood for me. Um, but I mean that was their that was their best chance, wasn't it? So yeah, yeah. I mean it was it was a good strike and it was a good save, but I don't think it was that much of an issue for Super Nick Pope, England's number one. Yeah, and we're, we're sort of forcing them to take long long shots and stuff, which is obviously a great thing, and they've got to get it pinpoint perfection if they want to get it past Pope. So luckily. He uh, pulls another great save out. And then down the other end, Miggy goes on one of his runs. And strangely enough, it ends up in the back of the net, but it's not from Miggy, it's from Joe Willick. What a goal that was, boys. <laughs> well, it, it was... Uh, we're watching it earlier. Me and Paige, you both actually watched, watched the highlights just before. And it, it started from uh, Trippier's header. It... Yeah. It, uh, in the... It right back. Over to Joe Linton. Joe Linton with a ridiculous little flick, by the way. Plays it down the line to Miggy. Standard Miggy. Cuts inside every time. And uh, the con- the best bit was the control with these two little headers. Um, yeah. I, I, don't even how, I don't even know how he thought to do that. It's obviously not natural to, to control a head and it down the hand. But Joe Willett, right place, right time. Absolute hurler. Um, that, yeah. was, oh, mate, it was... There was absolute uproar in the stands when that went in. There was fucking bodies flying everywhere. There was coats everywhere. There was junk everywhere. It, oh, it was bedlam in the stands when that went in. Purely because it was it, it. We battered them all game. Okay, we battered them. We were on the front foot the whole game. Yeah, they went all defensive. We felt like a goal was coming, and it was a worldy like that. And Joe Willock as well. Joe Willock was a man of the match for me. He was fantastic the whole game. Yeah, and to top it off with that. It was brilliant. And Joe Willock doesn't usually celebrate that much. He seems quite mellow. We spoke about this. He, he, that, that he's quite mellow. And he absolutely loved that finish. Give it a little three-point celebration as well, man. What a guy. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Uh, it was, it, honestly, it was a pearl of that like Unreal. I mean, it could have gone like, horribly wrong, obviously, because Miggy cutting inside and on form, he might have just been like, you know, some players may have just been like, oh, fuck you, I'm right. taking this on and like, just, <laughs> you know, and, and and just, you know, just push them out of the way and just, you know, get a shot off themselves. But no, fair play, Miggy, 
obviously in a split second realized all right okay i've maybe not got the best position uh to get a shot away here i'll just quickly skip over this and leave it for I, I, don't, I don't, couldn't quite tell if he got a shout from from Willick or not, but like he, he just knew he was there in the periphery and just like skipped over. And then I mean to hit that sweet as a nut, like um, you know, with the inside of his step, just like yeah, the power. I don't think it was. Mendy didn't expect yeah, it, did he? Brilliant. No, I don't, no, I don't did. think anyone no, did. I'm, yeah, I, I, th- I think everyone was expecting Miggy, Miggy, Miggy. Next minute, it's in the back of the net. You're like, what the fuck? Uh, um, um, yeah. Can you imagine if he'd skied it though? <laughs> uh, but then Miggy's not the type of player to come back to him and and start giving him grief if he skied it. What the fuck are you doing, man? Imagine. Yeah, Miggy's oh, probably well, coming with smiling. <laughs> yeah, you, next yeah. time. Better look next time. <laughs> <laughs> but uh, I, was, I, I didn't. I don't think he got a shout off Miggy himself. I think Miggy's touch was slightly heavy. Um, I, I just touched just like yeah, and he just he, he just seen Willock running around a bit, so he just went, he just backed off. But um, yeah. aye, fantastic finish that was, brilliant. He set the centre half down as well, Miggy, didn't he? Like one of the one of the touches he makes, it's like he, he feints to shoot, and the centre half just like goes to the ground, and it, it just opens up the gap for Willock to just curl it in. And that that celebration, Pete, <laughs> I think, was it. Was it the Palace game he, he scored in? Yeah. Because he, 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 um, he did the, he he did the same pop. celebration. Oh, did he do that against Palace? Yeah, this... Sorry, not Palace, Southampton. Yeah. It was I didn't Southampton, see him do yeah. it against Southampton. Um, but he, he says in the the post-game interview like how good it is to score in front of the fans again. Mm. Um, and he, he, he clearly just like loves it here now. Which is, well, is just how, I think great to see. Uh, and, I think that Southampton games brought him past that little barrier because he was always sort of ah, he's, he's playing well. We've spoken about it before, like oh, he, like he's there and he does good runs, but he's not he's not noticing them as much. And then obviously he came along at Southampton. He had a fantastic game. He scored, and then he's had an even better game against Chelsea, one of the big sixes yeah. they call them, and he scored an absolute worldie. It's 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 brilliant for him. Absolutely fantastic for him. Like, so happy for him. I think he's over in New York now. I think you were saying. Uh, ah, seen on to watch the basketball. Aye, oh, that's so why. He, all all that celebrations because he he's that. a big he's a big NBA fan. Is he? Yeah, must be. Yeah, I see him so. Yeah. Um. <laughs> so, I just want to briefly talk about the ref. I don't want to spend too much time on him because. I'm glad you was up. It's a bit of a negative, but go on then. Take us away. I thought he was fucking appalling, to be honest. I thought it was very bad refereeing. Um, he would not let this yeah. game, he would not let the game flow. He blew for everything. Soft challenges. He, he called, it, the challenge I should have had cards weren't getting cards. And this is later on in the game. He was giving out cards for soft challenges. It, 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 it was a bad refereeing performance, I thought. I also thought that the linesman on the far side, so the far side of the pitch, or so the dugout side of the pitch, he could not keep up the play. He was all, he was about really? at least five yards behind the run of play every single time. The ball went out. He, he wouldn't put his flag up. He'd wait for the ref to make his mind up. Then he put his flag up. It was terrible. There was mm-hmm. there was one time the ball came out. Um, I think Mendy touched the ball. 
or Chelsea player passed the ball back to Mendy or something, and it had gone. No, sorry, we were on the attack. Mendy touched the ball and it went. <coughs> it went over the byline only just, but it, we, we can all see it this time. It was clear as day it went over the byline. You look straight over the linesman. The linesman's still running down the wing to get to keep up with play, but Mendy is obviously he's, he's had the ball in his hand out. He's brought it back in play and then pretend to like hide it out for a throw in. Where all gone? Why is he in it a corner? Because that linesman's nowhere near the the um, yeah. runner play. Honestly, man, it was, it was appalling, man. It was, it was so bad. So I mean, luckily, we, luckily we didn't lose that game like, because it, 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 it would have made it so bad because uh, the state of officiating. We say it every week, mate. That you know we're going about the state of the referees every week. It's it's once in a bloom when you get a, a ref who who has a good game, lets it lets it flow. I think it was actually Jared Gillett. The Australian referee, who was our, that was the last time we had a good game refereed because he let it flow. Yeah, no, he did, and we've had him twice, and he yeah, had a bit of a stink the first time mm-hmm. round. But he, 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 <laughs> seem, he seems to be uh, the only one I would say yeah, that I could I could trust to officiate properly. Yeah, I did. I echo the same thoughts. He he did seem to want to just over officiate every little thing and the games what um, wouldn't, it yeah. wouldn't play. Be interested to see I mean, how much was actually played. Like the ball in play. Well with yeah. the extra time, what did you make a lot? Because I was eight shocked minutes. when he said se- well was it eight? seven? I thought it was seven, but well, I, mean, way, I, I was expecting about four and then Yeah, I was I was absolutely just But you went past that as well. We, yeah. we did get to the point where we were sort of uh, wasting a bit of time every now and then. I know Nick, Nick Pope got carded for it. Um, yeah. We were he wasting we know, time. Go on. Do we know if he'll get them cards back now with a break? I know we've, we've asked uh, this question before and we've probably not found the answer. Sure. It's, probably worth, <laughs> it's, probably, it's probably worth looking into. We've asked the question, but we haven't looked into it. <laughs> <laughs> But he's picking up the field, though, isn't he, for uh, time wasting? Time wasting, I. I'm sure we'll find out he, he, after, so, after the World Cup, mate. <laughs> he's becoming yeah. a bit of a scapegoat for fans like who are obviously not happy with the fact that we're being successful, but like they, they'll pick on the fact of Nick Pope and these like shithousery tactics. Uh, even the Lascelles one where he like tries to take the throw in and and Lascelles is just that behind was funny him, that, like, that was class that, like. I mean look if it's going against you yeah if it's against the tune I'm like but but it's part of it has become part of the game to an extent and especially when the stakes are as high as as that game was that if we've seen the win out, you know, we would be consolidated in third and, and, uh, you know, beating a rival for the top four as well. So you have to try and play to those sort of advantages where you can. And if the referee isn't then going to like stamp down on it enough, like, all right, fair enough, he cards Nick Pope, but, and he carded Lascelles, but we'll take them all day. If we can, um, you know, eat up that extra few minutes, um, and I mean, you could you could see why it ended up boiling over at the end. It was like it, well, there's it, beef, isn't there, between Havertz and Burn? There was the, there was that beef, but then there was like um, 
I think obviously the the way in which they didn't like uh, how the cells and 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 things are like with that throwing, and there was the the challenges going in, like we mentioned before from Bruno. I think Dan Byrne puts an absolute pillar of a challenge. Fought, right? what what are you that could, that could that have is. ended very badly if he'd have timed that. It could have, but, but that's he, an old I'd... an old school old school challenge at like. It's fucking, but when you see it, you you cannot help but be like <laughs> fucking brilliant. Like you just love it when you just see um, you know big center half just be like fuck you. Yeah, I'm just, having so it. And just like yeah, especially, he, and he, well. especially in the dying minute. Yeah, no, because yeah. Sorry, he, what what's this? What's this about the beef? Because I've obviously just got up this morning and I've had a notification saying he. Yeah, well, it was the last game. One, you cannot remember the last game. I think it was at home. Havertz got the elbow in Burn. Nothing happened. Oh, he gets sent off for And he, I stamped my bridge. And he broke Burn's nose. Oh, the elbow, yeah. He actually oh. broke his nose, remember? And absolutely nothing got yeah. done about it. I think it was actually well, that. I, I'm sure there was something yeah. else as well in the same game. Like a bad challenge or something um, like that. Well, yeah, because Havertz, Havertz, I'm sure, like, yeah, had a challenge on him from Burn, which he didn't particularly like. And then, yeah, that elbow happens. And then Burn's like, he, you know, he's he pointing at him like that. You did that on Havertz to try and act like it was um, accidental. You know, he's not you the wiser to it. Accident. Oh Burns yeah, no, six, Havertz, six foot seven, man, Christ. Uh, he's he, he Havertz looks the type to have a little nasty streak in him. And mm. yeah, Burn was just like I, I, you could tell. Obviously, with Havertz not starting the game, as soon as Havertz comes on, Burn's got some like. You know he's he's not forgotten that one and God, yeah, he's loving he was, it, man. He was absolutely loving that. I mean, we all we, when we see it, like yeah, there was, there was that one. Like um, I don't know if it was before the challenge or after, but he he like goes in the back of him like that, like just chest to back and sit and mm. puts him down on the floor, and that's when it like all started and like the ref has to come over and like everyone's starting to kick it's off just, a little it's bit. Just, but he's just it's fighting, just, isn't he? Yeah, it's just yeah. yeah. And then, obviously, at the end, I mean, I've never really liked Mason Mount, personally. I think he, he's an alright player, but he just seems a bit ratty to me. And I don't know if you've noticed, but at the end, he's coming, like, he runs back onto the pitch and he's giving it to the big man, like, trying to get in players' faces and that. And I just thought, like, what, what's he going to do against, like, like I'm sure, Dan I'm Burn? Sure I'm, he going about, I'm sure he ran over to Dan, because Dan Burn was going to have it. I'm sure Mason Mount ran over. And Mason Mount just came over and Dan Byrne just goes, you can fuck off, fuck right off. Yeah, yeah. He was like, you can fuck off, like, uh, it was hilarious. <laughs> that, like. But then, out of nowhere, by the way, Paige's hero, Murphy, just... And I'm Murphy. Out of nowhere, right in there. he's getting a dig in on Havertz as well, getting amongst it. He loves it, man. Uh, Absolutely uh, classic. He does love uh, it, Murphy. Like That's, uh, that's the one yeah. saving grace I've always had with Murphy. Is he that he fucking loves the tune, like? <laughs> yeah. Oh, ah, he does. That's that, but the... Uh, what, what guy? By the way, I'm just going to add, so obviously, the, after the final whistle goes, Miggy makes that challenge on the on the line. Do you remember it? Uh, it, it was literally yeah. the tackle before the final whistle went, which, which was vital, because yeah, they yeah. gone on the attack for that, and the whistle might have one ball was out of play. We, we stayed in that ground for about at least 15 minutes after that final whistle. 15, 20 minutes, we couldn't get out the ground. It was absolute carnage. Like, everyone's going yeah, wild. Just celebrating. Just yeah. celebrating, aye. And, like, the, obviously the players do the little the little lap after the game, as they always do. But 
nobody wanted to leave. It was just absolute, just class. And um, the walk back, like the walk out the stadium, walking down the stadium, uh, sorry, down the steps outside the stadium, and it's everyone's still singing, everyone's so buzzing. I can't remember that. It was good after the Arsenal game at the end of last season, but I thought that was a such a crucial point for me, purely because it's going into winter break. We're sat third in the Prem. We've just beaten Chelsea 1-0 at home. Still unbeaten at home. So yeah. it, it, it's, it's such a huge part. And we didn't have the strongest team out. Maxi wasn't there. Isak wasn't there. Callum Wilson didn't really play. Do, do you know what I mean? Yeah. It, it, that was such a massive game for me, looking back. And then to go into the pub and to be wanting Wolves to win, <laughs> to, to keep us in, like, yeah. in contention with the top, it's fucking nuts, man. It's all, I, it, it was yeah. absolutely unreal. Expectations are like changing by the week. Uh, it seems like we've we've started the season just wanting to to not be in amongst any relegation battle, and then like as the weeks go on, we're just starting to be like, all right, yeah, well, a, a little Europa League play style do us, and then yeah. like, oh yeah, um, you know, let's see what um, Champions League, and next minute we're like, well, yeah, with the, could be a title charge coming in. The, uh, every, you know, you know what's great? Everyone hates it. Everyone hates it. Uh, the fact that we're, oh, you know, shut up, man. You, you, you're not going to be, yeah, you're getting carried away, man. But why are we getting carried away? We're seven points off top without the strongest team out. We're not getting carried away at all. If, we, we haven't played off yet. Like, yeah, we, we know, haven't played off like, yet. We've, we've, we also know. haven't even really started spending yet. When you think exactly, about mate, what the teams spend in yeah. and around us. <clears throat> Exactly. I, don't, I, don't think... I think that's the reason people hate it, is because they know we've got the money. Oh, yeah. 100%. Mate. I, oh, you're buying the league and all that. Yeah, it's, how, many players, it's like, how many players are in the um, are in the team that were there before Eddie installed it? Like, 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 so you, There's normally like over 50% of the starting Jordan. 11. Aye, it, it's exactly. But people, like they Rafa did. So. Yeah, people forget yeah, they, they don't think of that. They forget that Miggy oh, like, they... was the player that he Aye, was yeah. before... He is now, and that was, and it's you know, it's down to the fact Miggy, that he's Joe Willock, Joe Linton, yeah, um, Cher. Do you know what I mean? There's there's four of them. Wilson, five long them. stuff, long stuff, six. You know what I mean? It's yeah, that's that, that, that's what, that's all we are if you start at 11. And the other thing is, obviously, we're, we're like having a, a good time looking at Arsenal and City, but. We're now nine points ahead of Chelsea. That is massive. Nah, because that's class, man. It, obviously, we can dream of not maybe not win the league, but Champions League spots and stuff. But if we could get Europa League this season, that would be a massive success. And the fact that we're nine points clear out of Chelsea just makes that actually like mm. so achievable. Even the, the Conference League. Yeah. But we talked about it in the in the last episode about getting transfers in as well. Like if you mm. look at that league now and our goal difference, especially because mm. they've, they've got to get them points and get better goal difference. Yeah, which is, I believe it's going to be very actually, very hard. I think Bruno made a statement. I think it was on Brazilian TV or something. I talking about Newcastle, and he was saying that it was him and Trippier who started the. Uh, I don't know how you. I don't know how you'd say it. He, it they they took the leap of faith, if you like, 
into this new project when we were doing absolutely shocking. They were the first to yeah. go. And he was saying that they, they're, they're absolutely loving it now. And hopefully because now people like they've done it, they're obviously... Uh, Isaac's done it and stuff like that. It's it, hopefully it's just going to open the floodgates and uh, people are going to they're not going to question. Well, do I go to Newcastle? Mm, I'd, I'd rather go to I don't know, Everton or something like that. Do you know what I mean? Because that was the case. Clubs they'd rather yeah. go to Ever, the places like Everton and stuff like that. West Ham, West Ham's London. Yeah. I they'd rather go there than come to us. But now, or oh, Brentford if you're Gabby Abbott. Oh, Brentford if you've Gabby, oh, yeah. I'm, I'm fucking idiot. Um. So, so it's it's the, the it's just the coins completely flipped now. Like, um, and it's, it's we've got it's quite a few fun. players in the World Cup as well, which will be good because any potential targets are obviously going to be watching the World Cup. Yeah. Um, and you've got it, uh, you'd imagine Brazil are going to go quite far. So if Bruno is like highlighted in the World Cup and it's going to mm. come up like club Newcastle United. If England can do anything, we've got three players. And then yeah. you've still got, like, Char on that as well. Bruno, and Bruno actually did last... training today. don't know if you've seen it. Did he? No. Uh, he, uh, Fabinho uh, tackled him and crunched his heel and he had to limp off training. Fantastic. Of course, it's a Liverpool player. Well, at least it's <laughs> done. he's done it early, so he's got time to recover for coming back to us. <laughs> Couldn't get us Yeah. <laughs> let's let's just talk about the World Cup because we're gonna have to wrap this up uh, pretty soon. But we're obviously going to do some episodes throughout the World Cup. Um, we'll probably do them initially after after England games, but we'll carry it right through because England aren't getting another final. Um, oh, wait, man, you can't say that. But let's. Nah, in Australia. Fuck I've mapped it all out. We're going all the way. <laughs> Don't worry. Listen, that, I'm. <laughs> I'm up for it. Prove me wrong, Gareth. (laughs) (laughs) Well, let's 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 have the predictions then. So, let's have. I mean, it might be the same answer for both questions for you guys. But one, how far can England go? And two, who's going to win the World Cup? England quarters, Brazil win it. Uh, yeah, I'm going to put my sensible hat on because I did have us going all the way to the final. But um, I think we. (laughs) Probably get to <laughs> sensible that one. Um, I would probably get to the quarters as well. Um, the way I've got it mapped mapped out, um, we'd end up with France and at that stage, um, and then I've, the other side of the draw, I've got Argentina going all the way to the final, and I, I think Argentina might win it. Is my is my yeah. shout. Yeah, I'm back in Argentina to win it. But I think we'll go out in the round of 16. So. Round of 16? But you think we're not going to get past? Um, well, I've got us playing Senegal at that stage. Yeah. What, you think we're going to lose nah, to Senegal? I don't, think, I don't think we will. No, I think we're shy. By the way, so. this, this, this is the worst. This is the worst build-up for the tournament, especially in the tournament I've known. Like it's been yeah. drastic. Whether that's to do, I don't with know if that's part that's, of it. I think it, I think mainly it's because it's in Qatar. It's in the winter. There's obviously all yeah. the whole human rights issues that are going on, which are massive. It's because it's broken up the prem as well, though, isn't it? Exactly, mate. Are you not? You, you want because it's in the middle of the prem. Everyone, 
everyone wants the Prem to be on, not internationals. Do you know what I mean? You want to continue. We we want to go to the match on a Saturday. We want to watch the match on a Saturday. We want to talk about it uh, in midweek, like we do. But it's like it's the World Cup starts. The beauty of the World when, Cup is that it's when there's no football on, so you get well. The, this is it, I, but like you want you want to go and <clears> with the beer garden, have a couple of pints. Enjoy well, yeah. it with everyone. I mean, I can, but well, uh, you can living in fucking Australia, <laughs> where it's past freezing outside, it's pissing down the day. Yeah. They also can't do that, like. Uh, so there's been the build up is shocking. Every time Monday, like Monday afternoon at, at one o'clock, man, when we're all at work, it's it's like fuck. Yeah. Know, to be fair, the games are like, bad times for me as well. So well, we're gonna watch oh, it now. I mean, but it's. The build-up's so bad, man. It's, I'm not even interested at the minute. No, I'm not. Even, couldn't care less at the minute, mate. I, I, I can only echo the same. It's just, yeah, it's going to be a, a bit of. I mean, once it gets started, I think some people will start changing their tune yeah. a little bit. Yeah, and the build-up yeah. has obviously been marred by I'll a be lot one of, of them. Like... Yeah, no, it, it, it has, it hasn't had that, that bit, true build-up. It, it, it deserves for such a big. Um, tournament um but yeah uh, it's one which you just want to just kind of get out the way and just like you Aye. get back to the normal cycle of world cups where they um they they are back in the summertime and um, it's just a bit of a, it's a bit of a bit of a farce to me all this like all guitar thing i mean all this yeah. all this crap that's came out recently that the pain for qatari residents and locals to act like Fans of different countries to build an atmosphere. It's, <laughs> it's I've seen like, some I mean, of them. All England fans that they've like that they're all like, like yeah. trying to be politically correct here. They're all Qatari looking. Not was not one person wearing a, a vest, a bucket hat, and some sliders. Do, do you know what I mean? Yeah, yeah. pasty as fuck. It's a bit of a giveaway, like. Yeah, it's November over here. Yeah, okay, yeah. Now. it's uh, it's it's it just doesn't add up like it. But we'll see, we'll see. We might uh, yeah come Monday, like, come Monday, we'll be watching. So um, hope you go all the way. It'd be brilliant if we go all the way. But um, at the minute, not lost. Yeah, I think that's part that's part of the reason probably why I'm so pessimistic about England's chances as well is like because I'm not even excited about the World Cup. Mm-hmm. Hopefully, if we like smash a run and like the tournament gets started, then I'll get that excitement and then I'll be like, I'll take my sensible hat off, as Pagey says, <laughs> and I'll uh, it'll be coming home. But I'll just getting, give us a quick. Um, just want to say if we don't beat a run in minimum five goals, we should pack up and go home. <laughs> Okay, well, let, let's just get a quick prediction for the Iran game then, and then we'll uh, sign off. Um, well, yeah, Pete's obviously thinking it's going to, or well, needs to be a, a high score. needs to be. I'm, I not, think, think, I'm not thinking it is going to be. <laughs> yeah. Um, don't forget the Iran currently... They've got some more right form coming in, you know. Yeah, they're in the top 20 in the world rankings. Um, I, I think I've, I heard somewhere that our group is... Um, in terms of where all the teams are ranked, it's the the highest ranking group. Um, there's no one below really? the, the below the twentieth, um, obviously including Wales and America in that um, as well. So Iran are very very high, highly ranked on FIFA, but 
obviously coming from a, a confederation which is considerably weaker than um, than ours. So uh, they've yeah they've got the, got a bit of form. Um, I couldn't really tell you much about their um, their team as part from I think they've got one lad who they call the Iranian Messi because he's quite a high profile guy. <laughs> <laughs> Shocking, are you? Uh, shock. um, <laughs> uh, yeah, I can't. I can't for the life of me remember his name. He's a striker. Um, he was playing at Zenit St Petersburg at one point, and um, yeah, he's meant to be their most talented and recognisable player. Um, but apart from that, couldn't really tell you anybody else. So. Um, yeah, prediction. Three nil, three nil, England. I was going to say the same, mate. But I was also going to say that. Don't forget that this England team got to the European final. We got beat on pens, but we got the European final. We should be battering Iran, not having it. We should be battering them. The players that we've got, yeah, we should be biting the floor with them. To be honest, yeah. If, hopefully, I mean, the Nations Leagues. Bit deceptive, and it's making us think we're proper shite, and we'll get back to like uh, cup form uh, once it starts. That's all we've got to go off at the minute, though, isn't it? Like the, the, yeah, true. The nation went out, went out to go off. Um, but the, I've got you know, um, the, quality of, the quality of our players, the City players, the, the Liverpool players, the Man United players, the, the Toon players. <laughs> um, excuse me. Uh, <laughs> it's. <laughs> Your body reacted to you saying that too. Too excited, didn't I? Um, it, I but yes, I'm, I'm saying we should smash them five 0 at least. I think it'll be three 0 Well, I, I was saying this before. I've got a, a neighbour who's Iranian, and he's pretty confident. Like they're getting through the group, Aye. so. Yeah, I mean, obviously we don't have a lot to go off. Um, not having watched Iran ever, but uh, I'll I'll probably say two one, England two one because two, one. I just feel like I just feel like with defense isn't good enough to keep a clean sheet. Um, so with this arena, well, I'll that to be honest. I hope you start blasting uh, footballs coming home and Vindaloo and all that. Well, I've, I've invited him round to watch the match, so it should be good crack. Uh, well, get a bit of rivalry watch, going. Good little watch along. Yeah. Uh, um, I'm hoping I'll get a few uh, extra English people as well. What time's that over there for you? Sing you uh, it's 11 p.m. kickoff this one, so it's oh, that's our one. And then the other ones are, yeah. I think, the uh, other two are 5 a.m. It's 7 p.m. I imagine so. you'll be you'll be keeping mm. an eye on the Australia games as yeah. well. Especially uh, they on the call. Call. for you. Yeah. Yeah. Um I'll be probably I don't know if I'll get up for them if the if they're the five AM ones, but I'll probably watch them back in work and stuff. So I don't in think work. anyone really likes football in work, but anyway, sure. the video on in the background. Um Right then. Let's let's hope we are right and we're well, let's hope you guys are more right than me. And we get right through to the final. And it comes home. And again, again, I'm getting depressed as we're signing off, but just because I miss you guys that much. So, 
like, subscribe, <laughs> whatever, whatever, <laughs> whatever. Like, like, subscribe, watch me, maybe repost me, maybe don't feel depressed. Leave a comment, uh, give us okay, a follow no, on man. social media. We'll be back for some World Cup specials. So join us for them. Until then, see you next time. <laughs> I wanna hear you go